Welcome to Tech Talks in 20. I'm Michael Logan. And I'm Ginger Conlon. Ginger, do you like making decisions? The easy decisions can be fun, like whether you want chocolate or potato chips for a snack. That's easy. It's both. Absolutely. It's 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 the tough decisions, like yeah. CX transformation. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's that's the one where you need to build a business use case to make sure you're getting the uh, right value in your new CX tech. And for that, we've invited Gio De Silva, who is a senior director of value consulting here at Genesis, to kind of give us some tips and some uh, processes to working through that. Excellent. Well, let's find out more. Welcome, Gio De Silva. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your role here at Genesis. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you for having me, first of all. We appreciate uh, the opportunity of talking a little bit about um, how we over here uh, at Genesis uh, helps, uh, you know, some of our customers to build business cases. Yeah. Uh, over here in the value consulting team, we we are a group that is dedicated to uh, helping customers uh, to, to understand the for instance, the financial viability of their uh, investments in Genesis, right? So uh, we we get involved with a lot of um, different teams uh, from uh, partners, uh, customers of ours, uh, participate somehow in their process of building a business case. So hopefully I can bring some of those best practices uh, to everyone here on the call today. So to get you engaged, what's the business need? What are they looking for when they engage with you from your team? Yeah, we find that um, uh, very interestingly, a lot of companies, they tend to follow somewhat the same process, right? They they want to understand absolutely the financial viability of their next step, uh, whatever it is that they are trying to, to execute. Uh, but they are also trying to understand uh, the process to get them there, right? If in fact, the transformation that they are about to undertake, if that transformation is actually going to deliver uh, to the business need that they have, right? So uh, at the end of the day, we find that process to be very similar from company to company. Of course, some of those companies, they are going to have more, uh, I would say better abilities or even sometimes even more refined uh, abilities in terms of uh, being able to build this uh, this business cases themselves. Sometimes the, they need help. Uh, we, we tend to contribute uh, in in many ways, um, we we tend to to try and 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 facilitate the information that adds the the value to them at that specific point. Uh, most of the time, the the, the um, I would say the the need is, is actually a complete understanding of the business, uh, the ability of the I would say the, the the transformation's ability to deliver to the business need right the actual technical transformation the technological uh, transformation and of course the viability of it so um, many many times we we try to bring um, uh, all of that together we try to facilitate those conversations as much as possible so they need to consider things like their strategic goals and business requirements market trends competition what else should they be considering as they put together that business case? Yes, um, absolutely, uh, all of those. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we, we are going to find a lot of companies uh, dealing, let's say, with new strategic goals, right? Sometimes uh, dealing with challenges to execute on goals that they have to to, to achieve. 
sometimes it's a uh, the driver it's a it, it's a competitive one for them right so sometimes they actually see uh, for instance from the point of view of cx they see some of their competitors executing on a few things and they fear missing on you know uh, missing the, the opportunity to improve or uh, if you're missing uh, the value that they could be getting out of the market and so on, right? So the idea is to uh, to try and understand first of uh, and foremost, what, what is it that it's actually uh, moving uh, that organization to even consider a transformation, right? So uh, I find that typically, again, as you described, the the strategic goal, the competitive landscape for them, uh, the, the sometimes the challenges um, are typically the most important drivers there for them. What is the solution? What is the the easy? Is there what's the way that we can make that easier for those that are in that position where they're looking at these uh, I, I, business use cases? Yeah, it's interesting, right? We uh, at Genesis we have this. Um, this practice of also trying to help customers understand more specifically what is what is the right solution to you know help them achieve that goal or to overcome a specific challenge. Uh, we try to bring a lot of experience to the table every time that we work with a customer, right? So we try to to bring very specific use cases that we see being used or leveraged in specific industries. Of course, if you go to retail or you go to financial services and healthcare, the actual utilization of the software varies quite a bit, right? So we try to bring um, as much as we can in terms of uh, the best practices or the vision uh, that we see uh, trending the most uh, for each one of those industries and so on, right? So the idea is, uh, uh, it, again, is, is to try and bring uh, as much in, uh, as we can in terms of intelligence to help them make sense of what is the best next step for them, right? It's not just, hey, here's the technology. And I think that there's also the, the, the fact that uh, customers are actually going to look uh, for, uh, I would say, I would probably label as comfort in the execution of that transformation, right? So what is the company's experience in uh, helping other customers transform. Do we have, uh, uh, for instance, can we find some references? Can we find other examples sometimes even in our industry? Uh, anything that we can um, help facilitate uh, to, to those customers so they have a good understanding of, or they can make sense of the actual transformation and how difficult it is going to be for them, what kind of support they are going to get, I would say from Genesis, from uh, from partners, it, what is the, the change management uh, is specifically for them internally, right? So to, to some extent, we, we have really good technology and um, Basically, when they receive that technology, all of a sudden they have to start making really good use of it to be able to achieve those business goals. So having, uh, having, I would say, providing support to customers to help them understand all of the, how all of this business coming together, I think it's, uh, it, it's essential. And I find that most of the companies that we work with out there, they are trying to answer to all of those specific questions. And at the end of the day, like I labeled, it comes down to, to comfort. Am I making the right decision? 
Is it going to be easy? Is it going to be difficult? What kind of risks we have associated? How we are going to mitigate them, and and so on, right? And at the end of the day, what are the financial consequences of those decisions, right? There are sometimes, for instance, uh, architectural decisions that will have a financial impact completely different, um, uh, you know, from what they expected, right? So helping then uh, understand specifically how some decisions have impact financially it's a it's an important aspect i would say more specifically from our team we try to facilitate that perspective as well that's really interesting how you're pointing out that um obviously when you're making a business case there's a lot of financial considerations and there's so much more to it you know do we have the right goals and you mentioned transformation a couple of times and even the consideration of, okay, we want to do this business transformation, this customer experience transformation. Are we choosing to transform the right things that support this, these business goals that we have? And then, you know, even something like moving from on-premise to cloud you know, what's like you were talking about, what is the techno what are the technology considerations? Can you talk a little bit more about sure. the things that you need to think about when you're making that kind of paradigm shift? Yeah, it's a it's absolutely a paradigm shift, right? Especially when you're talking about migrations, because you are all of a sudden going from this on-premise um technology that you that you have that might be offering, I would say, a limited uh, ability in terms of CX strategies that you could be executing, you're shifting from that to something where you now all of a sudden you have a cloud offer, you have access to all of those different capabilities. And then the conversation is, well, uh, I can get there really fast. I can transform and execute that migration uh, relatively you know, easy. But then the question really becomes, well, now that I have this really great platform, what do we do with it, right? So how can we make the best use of it? And uh, that's where uh, I would say vision comes into play, right? Having having the right vision, having the right phases of utilization of the platform. That, uh, I would say even sometimes driving internal transformation or internal uh, change management to be able to get processes and people and culture all aligned to be able to start tapping on the technology the best way possible. Even phases for those are actually really important perspectives to to gain ahead of actually making a decision, right? So um, as much as we can facilitate that perspective, as much as we can talk, let's say, for instance, even for, uh, uh, I would say, for any technology leader over there uh, trying to consider a cloud transformation, what is, you know, what is the reprofiling of an IT organization that it, that takes place, right? So how do we go from, uh, for instance, having a, a, an IT team um, transforming from managing infrastructure to managing the business with the business? Right. That's actually quite essential, quite strategic from the IT point of view. Right. So um, I think these are very healthy conversations. They they have a um, I haven't seen a negative one. <laughs> to be honest, they're all very positive. They're all uh, uh, trying to 
at the end of the day, we are we are trying to help IT uh, and and business leaders to, um, I would say, achieve consensus in in terms of okay, there is there's value in here for the business. There is also value for IT. The technology transformation is actually uh, beneficial to I would say to to both sides of the business. You talk about being uh, very business centric, and I think the one thing that we always think about when we're it's a business case is, you know, what's the financial uh, viability of doing this? You know, what's some of the things that, um, what are some of the important things that are drivers behind that? What are we looking at when we're determining what's, you know, is this financial financially possible to make this move or what's the impact of it? Do you have some, uh, yeah, most companies are actually most companies are actually going to look into a business case. They are going to try and find okay, what is what are hard hard benefits and soft benefits. Let's put it that way. And the way we we kind of assess this is, uh, uh, for instance, many many times, uh, 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 hard benefits are are coming out of let's say, for instance, a total cost of ownership analysis, right? So you are actually going to get really. Uh, a very insightful perspective over the cost transformation, right? And in the cost transformation, you could talk about, okay, what are, for instance, technology components, or I'm going to call it probably cost components that can be consolidated as you are transforming, right? So sometimes you have to account for technology that um, that you have today, that you have to have for for some time. So as you are doing the financial modeling, you have to... You have to absolutely model uh, a, a hypothetical five years of staying with the, you know, with the, the the technology components that you have, the cost structure that you have, comparing that to a five-year transformed cost structure, and basically understand what stays, what goes away, what gets consolidated. Uh, what, for instance, there might be an additional cost that enters. Um, that enters the schedule considering a future solution, right? So all of those are actually going to give you what we consider to be the the hard savings. The soft savings, uh, I'm sorry, the soft benefits on the on the other hand is uh, those benefits that are to some extent conditional to the good utilization of the software, right? So as you go and you look at the typical use cases that we employ in some of the solutions that we designed for customers, they are absolutely going to impact an operation. They could impact an operation, for instance, in terms of improving routing abilities, in terms of being able to uh, finally enable an operation that is fragmented to be virtualized. Uh, we could have simple things like having a voice bot to deflect calls, or maybe a voice bot to drive more calls that are more uh, let's say, for instance, that are revenue-related calls, all of this different uh, um, angles related to the utilization of the software, the good utilization of the software, they tend to have an economic impact for the operation, and that's what we try to, to actually uh, facilitate. And I can tell you that in, I think Genesis has been in this uh uh, uh, this this process of trying to help customers make sense of those benefits for about 16 years now, we have collected a lot of intelligence. We have close to 200 benefit calculators. They're all operational calculators. They're all 
tools that uh, can help uh, customers understand where the value is coming from, right? So um, uh, we tend to facilitate a lot of data intelligence, for instance, uh, benchmarks is another example. So our contribution to uh, to our customers many, many times goes in different ways. Sometimes it's just data, sometimes it's data and, hey, here's an Excel file that can help you calculate something. Or if you want us to, to actually help you, uh, build a full business case, we can do that too, right? Uh, a lot of times uh, we we find that the real value to our customers is to take them uh, on the journey with us. Meaning, let's build it together. Let's uh, you know, let's use this exercise as an opportunity to transfer. Uh, uh, the knowledge to you, transfer the tools. Let's make this an, an opportunity for you to really understand where the value is coming from and consequently, you know, what needs to be executed, what needs to transform, what needs to change so that value can be uh, realized, right? So it's a, it's actually a, a great exercise many, many times. I would say a lot of our sessions with customers are also seen as a training sessions it's a it's knowledge transfer many many times right so we um we appreciate those opportunities as well they tend to deliver a lot of value to customers when you're trying to go through a change a big change in an organization like this kind of a transformation sometimes it's great to have that outside perspective so you're thinking of you're, you're getting help thinking of things that you might not have thought of that are important. And even just like, Gio, when you were talking about some of the, the considerations and the soft benefits, it came to mind for me when you're uh, say doing a migration and you're going from on-premise to cloud and now your technology team is becoming more strategic. That's a great benefit for that team because now you've got this whole team of people who have potential for different kinds of career opportunities. They're more likely to stay with your company. So you're putting this business case together that's focused on maybe a technology transformation or a customer experience transformation, but at the same time, you're getting this quote soft benefit of more engaged staff that turns into the hard benefit of, you know, cost savings in staff because you're retaining these great people. It is absolutely the case, and I can tell you it's one of those things that sometimes it's really hard to actually put a finger on, right? But every IT leader, for instance, when we talk about reprofiling of the IT uh, organization, uh, every IT leader really knows what that means, right? They know, for instance, that um, a cloud transformation, for instance, can enable capacity in their operation, right? Uh, it's a it's a capacity, let's say, for instance, in terms of um, in terms of hardware capacity, I'll give you that example, right? Um, is, uh, you know, many times customers will come to us and say, listen, I understand how you're going to remove, you know, this on-premise software from my infrastructure, right? But that doesn't mean that I can, that I can, that I will be able to actually get rid of that server. That cost is going to be there. But uh, here's the thing, right? All of a sudden it becomes available processing capacity that prevents you from actually having to go in the market and buy more servers, 
right? To be able to build capacity in your operation, right? So you can make better use of the technology that you already have in hands. And the same thing actually applies to uh, IT personnel efforts, right? So there's no question that an on-premise technology is putting a burden on the IT organization in terms of having to maintain all of that. If it breaks, who fixes it and, and all of those things, right? So they go from having that kind of worry to having no worries at all because the server is over there and up and running. Now, all of that burden is then removed from the team and that team can actually be redirected to do something that is more productive for IT and also more productive for the business, right? And when you talk about IT being more strategic uh, uh, in support of the business, that sometimes it's it's one of those things that I think you know companies like Genesis it becomes really difficult to 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 put a finger on specifically for one company or another. But the business leader themselves, they I would say the IT leader more specifically will know exactly what that means, how important that is uh, for the company, the moment of the company, and all of that. They are not necessarily easy to quantify, but I wonder if they have to be quantified, right? They don't necessarily need to. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think that uh, when you talk about this, I'm sure there's uh, there's probably no exact science around it, right? I mean, and it's all about exactly the point, right? It's all about fear and comfort. It sounds like you know how do we relieve fears and how do we make it comfortable for that transition? I mean, that seems to be the um, the real model there. But just as we talk about this process, do you have any simple, uh, or not simple, but uh, a typical process that we follow to get to that point? Is there something you can share with us around that, around getting to that transformation uh, decision? Yeah, so uh, there is a there is a simple process. And I find that, um, as I mentioned, a lot of companies, they are going to follow a little bit of the same form, actually building those business cases, right? They're always going to go from having um, um, having very generic perspectives over what a technology could be doing to, uh, for them. And then they are going to start refining that. They're going to find, okay, here's technology vendor A versus B. This is how they, what exactly they do. Now we have to understand how specifically they will help us solve our business need, right? And right there, you can start making sense of. Uh, I would say, may you know, if the if the vendor is a, a really good one, you're gonna help. You're gonna see that they're gonna try and help you make sense of how their technology is actually going to help them solve the business need. And all of a sudden, you're gonna start doing informed trade-offs, right? What is one vendor saying versus what the other is saying, and so on. So. There's right there a, a, a very interesting consolidation of the technology conversation and the technical conversation as you start becoming more and more specific about the solution that you really need, right? And then it becomes a, a point, you, you arrive at a point, I would say, where you have to really understand, okay, now that I have a really good idea of my solution, uh, what are you know, how do I get there, right? What is specifically uh, we we need to do? And like I was saying, you know, what is the support that, are, that we are going to get? What are the phases? Uh, you know, what are we going to transform first and then next and then next? And by the way, what is the financial perspective of this, right? So 
you could summarize this process as in as you go from having more generic perspective of what the solution needs to be to more specific, you are going to consolidate business, technical, and financial conversations, right? And that tends to drive, uh, I would say, a business case that will express uh, business deliverability um, by the by the solution. It is going to express the technical feasibility, right? So can we get there? how and then of course the financial viability as well so if you get those three conversations they tend to actually deliver to different audiences support different conversations in a company where it becomes really easy for leaders in in any company to achieve consensus over whether that solution is a good one or not right um you're going to find that this process tends to be very simple for some companies for some others it tends to be uh it, I would say it would be complex. You're going to find that some organizations, uh, they absolutely have a whole team that has responsibility over building these business cases where in many other cases, some companies don't have the personnel, they don't have the knowledge. So we tend to measure exactly how we contribute um, uh, you know, in their support, uh, basically by having a really good, straightforward conversation with them. How can we facilitate whatever you need, right? So um, that's how we position ourselves. Yeah. Excellent. Well, it sounds like uh, there's a lot to consider when you are making that business case for CX technology transformation and the strategy that goes along with it. And uh, Gio, thanks so much for filling us in on all of those uh, important nuggets. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the time. You know, Ginger, in building the value uh, propositions around a CX transformation, I think uh, Geo really helped us understand the the ins and outs of that. And I, I think the biggest thing I took away from that was it's it's all it's pretty basic. It's fear and comfort, right? I, and I, I mentioned it earlier. It's that fear of uh, of you know what's 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 next for us uh how are we, can we make this transformation the process that we have to go through you know that fear of missing out right are we doing the right thing that our competitors are doing and the comfort behind it really is just the simple process piece you know he said when you're going through that you make kind of a generic perspective of what you want to do and then it's around the business technical and financial goals and they'll all start to blend together and when you're thinking about the um, business technology and financial considerations. I think it's also important uh, what Gio mentioned about what are those soft benefits? Because if you take a closer look at those, a lot of those over the longer term translate back into financial benefits for the business. For example, there's going to be a people impact and maybe that winds up with more retention and that saves you money over the long term. Yeah, and, and remember, it's not an exact science. We have ROI calculators that are available for you, but just making uh, taking the time to walk, work through that process is the value in having consulting, right? Absolutely. And Michael, as we close this week's episode of Tech Talks in 20, I want to thank everyone for listening and hope you are all able to take away something from today's topic. Before we leave you, we want to remind you to be sure to take advantage of all the resources listed below on genesis.com. 
They expand on today's topic and we'll leave you with some additional information. Also be sure to click to subscribe to get notified of new episodes of the podcast. And please feel free to share with your colleagues and friends. We hope you will. Again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks in 20. Thank you.